Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Have trust, have confidence, most of all, have faith. We put our faith in what we trust, whether that be people or things. Even when our faith is wavering, we will always persevere. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia, and today the theme for our show is the gift of faith. And I'm Brigitte. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. Each week, we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are, for teen. Simple gifts for living, loving, laughing, learning, and leading. So today, we have our book smart reporter, Maria Wong, to talk about us, talk with us about faith. Thank you for being with us here, Maria. What do you have for us today? Well, so recently, I read a great book that's titled The Queen of Water that I think really reflects the gift of faith and the idea that one can pertain indestructible faith even in one's darkest times. Now, this book, it's co-written by Laura Rissau and Maria Virginia Fardidongo, who goes by the name Virginia, and it recounts the harrowing but true story of Virginia's life. She starts out with a very humble upbringing, being raised in a traditional Andean Ecuadorian village where the villagers' livelihoods are dependent on their crops. Now, have any of you guys ever heard the quote, bloom where you are planted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what the villagers do. They stay in their village their whole entire life. They're all illiterate, and they don't have the same opportunities that society would consider desirable, such as a higher education. However, they're usually content in their lives, but are treated horrendously by the mestizos, otherwise known as the mixed Spanish colonists. The mestizos are on the top of the Ecuadorian food chain and view all indigenous people, otherwise known as indígenas, as inferior, stupid, and constantly drunk. Now one day, at the young age of seven, Virginia, the main character of the book, is taken away by a mestizo couple. Now, this was common in that age for the mestizos to take away indigenous children to be domestic servants. And the native Ecuadorians, well, they had no say as they were lowly in status and in money. And they often thought it'd be better for their child as they would have a brighter future, such as learning how to read and being able to earn a decent income. However, often the mestizos were very violent towards the children as can be seen with Virginia. 
the wife, nicknamed Dr. Rikta because she's a dentist and teacher, would constantly physically and verbally abuse Virginia, blaming her for the most arbitrary things and attributing Virginia's quote-unquote inferior race for it. In fact, the Dr. Rikita would even grimace at the fact that Virginia would even touch her or her family's glasses and plates as they feared she would contaminate them. Now, in these moments, Virginia could have easily lost faith in spirit. However, rather than give in to Dr. Rikita's beliefs, she stands strong and proud of who she and her family are and their traditions. And there are a few bright moments in these dark times. Carlitos, Dr. Rikta's husband, treats Virginia compassionately and in fact teaches her how to read. This is the start of her passion for reading and always striving to learn more. And I think that's one of the reasons why I really enjoyed this book. It was because Virginia was unlike many teenagers today. She was very curious and always eager to learn. And since both Carlitos and Dr. Rikta were both teachers, Virginia would be able to sneak out late at night or when they were out in the town and read their textbooks, becoming fascinated with scientific processes like photosynthesis or European exploration. Is that okay? That's really cool. Yeah. Now, the book spans on for over eight years of her domestic servitude. Wow. Eventually, her situation becomes so intolerable as the Dr. Richter becomes even more violent and vindictive and Carlitos loses his father-like compassion. Now, even through all of this, her faith remains strong as she promises herself that one day she will escape and become a famous actress or dancer like the one she watches from the telenovelas. She strives to make a name for herself, one outside of being just a mestizo servant. Finally, over time, she calls her sister, and even though there are some obstacles in her way, she is able to return home to her family. Once with her family, back in her native village, she proclaims to them that she longs to attend school rather than help them plow the fields. They scoff at her, thinking they won't, that she won't be able to provide for the family and herself that way. However, as she promises herself that she would become educated and literate, she soon studies diligently and has a great work ethic and flies with passing colors to an entrance exam to a prestigious secondary academy. And the book ends on a sweet and satisfying note as she graduates with high marks and is able to connect back to her indigenous roots through participating in an indigenous pageant that changes her world as she is crowned as an Andean goddess, the Queen of Water. That is so cool. I like that book. I would really, really love to read it because it definitely shows that even though you've been through something hard, you've been through something that gives you every reason to lose faith, you're able to persevere through something exactly like that. And are there any other books that are like that? Because I would really hope there are because that is just such an awesome story. Yeah, there are definitely some other books similar, ones that focus in on both Latin American culture and family Mm -hmm. values. There's Under the Mesquite. And there's also several books by the same author, Laura Rizal, that all focus, once again, on Latin American culture. Mm-hmm. And they're titled Red Glass, Red Notebook, and the sequel to Red Notebook is The Jade Notebook. That's really wow. cool. Wow. 
yeah, that's definitely like a great collection of books about, you know, keeping faith and this whole storyline about, you know, staying strong. And so I understand that Virginia went through these hardships, but what is she doing now in her life? Um, well, she now resides in Otavalo, Ecuador, and she's been really successful in selling traditional Andean crafts and natural beauty projects. And she actually just opened up her own spa from what I read wow. on her blog. And she's, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and she's also pursuing a degree in psychology, which is sort of like her promise to become more educated, learn more about the world. Mm-hmm. And she lives happily with her husband, Tino, who's a musician, and her younger son. That is so cool how, you know, she had people who were, who were telling her, you know, you can't do that because it's just not going to work. But she's proven that wrong. She has a family. She's successful. She has something going on in her life. And I think that is just so awesome how even after all of that, all that happened, she was able to go above and beyond with moving past that. But I, I think that's just so awesome. And I congratulate her on that. Yeah, definitely. I think so also, especially since the Mestizo couple, they were such negative influence on her life. And in fact, in some moments just made her feel so worthless solely due mm-hmm. to her race. And it's just yeah. something no one should ever feel. That is so unfortunate. Now, you know, even with situations like that, um, some people may agree or disagree with this question, but do you believe that one's faith can never be broken? You know, some people may think yes, some people may think no. Yeah, well, in my opinion, I think if one has a strong mental mindset and a core set of values like Virginia promising herself that she's going to do this, that she's going to get past this obstacle, mm-hmm. then I think anyone can prevail. But it's definitely yeah. easier said than done because definitely. I think most people go through very traumatic or tough situations in their life where they're down in the dumps and it can truly deter one's faith. But if they always stay positive, which can be hard to do, but it is possible. It's very hard. A light can prevail. <laughs> very hard. Definitely very yeah. hard to keep that. And it's it kind of shows someone's strength. Especially like with when you have something that's going on in your life and you feel like I just I can't do anything anymore. I I feel like everything is just done. You know, I don't want to do anything and I feel like I'm not going to move past something like this. You you have to surround yourself with people who believe that you you can do something more. And then even though you're going through something hard like this, you have people surrounding you that are going to help you get through that kind of thing. Um, do you think Virginia, uh, Virginia actually would have cracked in a specific moment? Uh, do you think she could have cracked earlier, especially with everything that's been going on? Yeah, I definitely, towards the end, what I didn't mention is Carlitos was starting to actually sexually harass her. And it was becoming really terrible. And Dr. Rita was pregnant. She was unaware of everything. And if she wasn't able to contact her family to come help save her, I really think that she would have been in despair and perhaps lost her faith Mm -hmm. as she was really trapped in that moment. She's super young. She's unaware of what's happening. And she's in a foreign city, so... Exactly, which is why I love the fact that she now has her family, she now has her education, and she even has a great career. I think that's just so awesome that even though all of that, she was able to find something like that. Yeah, exactly. So are there any other key themes in this book, you know, besides keeping faith? Did you find anything else that you really thought was important? Yeah, something else I thought was important is I think in school a lot also we don't really talk about Latin American history or culture. Yeah, and I did definitely 
Yeah, definitely from this book, you see this culture clash clash between these indigenous people and the Spanish people that resided there over time. And Virginia finding herself in this huge melting pot where she's sort of unsure of her identity for a while. And um, it takes her a while to go back and accept her native roots as she sort of loses her native language, in fact, Mm -hmm. and starts losing memory over time of what were those traditions and who she really is. Awesome. I think that's so cool. I mean, she even though she lost all of that for a little while and you, maybe she did lose it completely, but she also got it back. You know, she yeah, exactly. She figured out, you know, my family is here. My family is there for me. You know, I can still contact them and I could still keep this going and keep my faith. No, exactly. I think you definitely need these people or these set of values to um, help you keep up this faith and good spirit. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Maria, for this awesome discussion. Yeah, no problem. It was great. Yeah, it was definitely a great conversation. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And also please visit our charity site at btsya.org. And watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue our conversation on the gift of faith when we return for more of this conversation. I'm Asia Gonzalez. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, life-inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today, our show is all about faith. We are going to read a chapter from Cynthia Bryan's book, Be The Star You Are For Teens. This chapter is The Gift of Faith and was penned by a volunteer on the Be, Be The Star You Are, Danny Wong, when she was a teenager. 
Imagine talking to the person you admire most. Everything is perfect. Nothing can go wrong. This person encourages you to achieve, to be a go-getter in life. When something is wrong, they make you feel better. It's almost unreal how this person could turn your feelings around. Now stop. The next thing you know, that person is gone. The fuel that powered your very purpose is stalled. The weird thing is, his body is still there. Nothing is the same. You can gaze into his eyes, searching for an answer, but he cannot speak. It seems he may be lost forever. Where is the faith when you need it most? That person was my dad. I was 15 when he had a stroke. Here is my story. My dad was away on a business trip, and I missed him very terribly. We always had, a, had great times together. He taught me how to throw a football and took me swimming in the rain. When my mom picked me up from the airport, uh, picked him up from the airport, he was not himself. He was too tired to do anything. This was odd considering he was the fittest person I knew. He worked out every day and had the ability to do endless push-ups. That night, my dad went right to bed. I accepted this reluctantly but resolved that we would talk in the morning. It never happened. My mom rushed my dad to the emergency room after he started struggling to form words and had no control of his right arm or leg. The doctor said that my dad was the victim of a severe stroke. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. No, this couldn't have happened. Not to my dad. Not to the man who had millions of friends, was kind to everyone, and who was a brilliant father. But it did. I found myself in a deep state of confusion, filled with despair. How could I go on seeing him like this? He couldn't even talk to me. I soon realized that our long conversations were history. I stared at his silent, motionless body. It was at that moment that I finally understood the phrase, everything can change in an instant. The week before, my dad was healthy and strong. Now he was lying in a hospital bed, unable to move his right side or talk. Tears became a constant instead of a rarity. I hated crying, but I couldn't help it. How difficult it was being a teenager and having to go through such a traumatic experience. These things aren't supposed to happen when we are so young. The pressure was enormous. It was challenging to focus on school while coping with this heartache. The hardest part of everything was that my own father, the man who taught me to live and dream, couldn't even say, I love you. I had to have faith that he would recover. Zoom ahead one year. Although our lives are not perfect, my dad's health has improved tremendously. We found therapy programs for my dad, and he was extremely motivated to get back onto his feet. We went through intensive neuro rehab, and within two months, he started walking again. The physical and speech therapy programs are influencing his recovery. Although every day is a challenge, we have faith that with love and support, he can accomplish anything. His goal is to fully restore his health. Through these difficult times, I'm not alone. My mom and sister and I are facing the challenges together. We know that we have had a hard journey ahead of us, but we love my dad so much that we'll do anything to help him. I also am so fortunate to have an extended family and friends to support me. I don't know what I'd do without them. Sometimes the only thing you have to hang on to is faith. You cling on to it like a life jacket in the middle of the ocean. Faith is not something you can touch, but you can feel it all around you. Faith helps us sail through the storms of life when the waves swell so high that you sure you'll drown. We believe in my dad's ability to recover. His conviction that he will heal boosts our trust in his resilience. Dad has faith in himself, and we have faith in him. Faith takes courage and determination to make the impossible possible. In life, faith helps us overcome the biggest obstacles. So one thing that we really wanted to talk about was an exercise on to keep your faith. And we all go through tough situations, whether you've lost someone close to you 
or you are completely stressed out, it's easy to feel discouraged. This technique can help you feel better when things aren't going so well. You have sent letters to your relatives and friends, but have you ever sent one to yourself? It is actually a very effective way to pinpoint what's bothering you and make yourself feel better. One thing that we want to start out with is write a letter to yourself. Don't worry about grammar, spelling, or even how it sounds. Remember, this is for your eyes only. Write down everything that's going through your head, pour out your emotions, and really express how you feel. You can jot down everything that's worrying you or things you miss about a loved one. Now that everything is on paper, it's time to put it away. Seal the letter and put it in a safe place. When you're having a good day and feel a little more positive, pull out the letter. It's time to have faith. Know that even though it may not seem like it, things will get better. It may sound cliche, but it's true. Look at the letter and think about what you wrote down. Come to terms with why you felt this way. Now have faith that things will improve. With time, it will be easier to accept the past and look forward to your future. This is a very, very useful thing to do because we all go through hard times. It's very hard to see what's going to come next. And when you write yourself a letter like this, you kind of get out everything that's going on at the moment. And then once you've moved on or once you've gotten a bit better with yourself, you've kind of calmed down and you've had a good day, you can come and read that letter and process better about how you felt at that moment and you're able to really cope with what's going on uh and writing that letter you know not worrying about how it's spelled not worrying about the grammar or anything it's like when a writer has writer's block when you have writer's block you don't worry about what you're writing down you just write and that's it's the same thing as just letting your feelings pour out don't worry about what it sounds like don't worry if it even makes sense just let it all out write it down and When you're done writing and you feel like everything has been uh, written down, everything is out, all your feelings are out on paper, then you can seal that letter up and you can put it away. And during the time that you haven't opened the letter up, between that time, uh, let yourself heal. Let yourself kind of take that time to really give time to yourself, as selfish as that might sound. Give yourself time. I guess the word would be pamper yourself. You can allow yourself to feel, uh, really just focus on you at the moment, allow yourself to get better. And then once you've realized that you've come to terms, you can now open that letter and you can read it. And when you read that letter, you can allow yourself to open up and um, really soak in those emotions and kind of process it better. Because at that time when you're writing, you're so emotional that whatever you're writing down it may make sense at that time or it may not make sense your mind and your heart will not be able to process it at the time because you may be in a state of shock or you're just too stressed out to really uh, understand what's going on so when you do read that letter after you've allowed yourself time to heal you can now understand what's going on and you may even figure out a better way to let yourself heal and that's when things will improve. Uh, Being able to have faith that after you've allowed yourself time to heal, then you will be able to really allow your heart and your mind because it is a physical and an emotional process, allowing yourself to heal through something that was so hard that you didn't didn't even think it would happen. Uh, You weren't expecting it to happen. And... It really allows yourself to 
look and see what is important in your life, especially the people that are surrounding you, um, your family, your friends, people that you do have faith in, because there's always going to be more people that you do have faith in. They're able to come around and surround you and really be a supportive rock for you. And you can use that time and healing to really allow them to show you who you really are. Because I think when your mind is so clouded, you really aren't in that moment. You're not really seeing who you are. And I, I have been going through a hard time before. And my family came around me and they really showed me who I was. They showed me um, what kind of a person I am. And at that moment, it wasn't really who I thought it was, I was, you know, I was losing faith in who I thought my, what I thought my identity was. And they came around me and, um, they really helped me with that. And I think that's one useful thing to have is to really have your family around you. Um, and when I have had my faith waver, um, it's really showed me the support that I've had. And when you have faith in something, it really shows you how you can give trust in that. And I've had faith in my family members, and um, my family is really the biggest, uh, has really been the biggest contribution to that. And there have been a lot of things that I've been going through, especially with school. Uh, Now that I've been, you know, getting older, I've had to make decisions on what my life is going to be. Uh, You know, I'm in college now. I'm a couple weeks uh, into ending my first semester in college and I've really had a lot of doubts on what's going to be happening next in my life and even though I only have my immediate family here um, my extended family really gives me more uh, a lot of support with that too there I can call on them and be like hey guys I really need some help right now and they'll they'll be more than than glad to to be there for me and that's one thing that is very important is family having relationships that you know will last having relationships that you know you can count on and that's one thing that I really encourage for everybody is to find those kind of relationships and to find something that you know you can have faith in and it's something that cannot waver and it's something that you know you can have that support with and that solid foundation in and that is with relationships and to to really gain more insight on what faith is, I uh, would really encourage taking classes, you know, reading books, talking to people who have had the same experiences as you. Um, go to your church. You That is a huge support group for, for you, is to go to your church. Uh, with my church, I have a very big support group, my pastor, um, the friends that I have at church. They're a huge support with everything that I've had go on, and it's that's one major thing is to really find those relationships anywhere you are. Think of the communities that you're in and uh, find that kind of support for your faith. And, you know, if you're going through something hard, let yourself have a break. You know, let yourself be who you are and let yourself breathe. Let yourself, you know, come to terms with what's happening. And, you know, know that where you are today, uh, even though you're going through a hard time, it's not going to last forever. You're going to move on and you're going to get past it. And then, everything will be fine. And it's very hard to accept at the moment when you're having those kind of feelings. But that's one word of encouragement is that even though something is hard, definitely understand that there's going to be a brighter tomorrow. 
Well, I was really glad that I was able to talk to you guys about this, and I hope this gives you some insight on how to keep your faith, and even though you're going through a hard time, it's always possible to move past it. And this gives us insight on what having faith means to us and why it's important to have it. Support our show with these amazing segments by giving a donation to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org. And also remember to visit our radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And when we come back from our break, we will take this in a new direction. Don't go anywhere. I'm Asia Gonzalez. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6. 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm your host, Brigitte Gia, to chat with our other host, Asia Gonzalez. Today's topic is faith. Hey, Brigitte, let's switch gears here and it kind of hit home. So one question that is, I'm sure everybody is thinking about while they're listening to this segment is what does faith mean to us? And for some, it could be to persevere, to keep going. For some, it could also mean to have faith that things will go as planned. And for others, it could mean not having hope, even though there is completely an acceptable reason to lose it and to keep going through rough times. And there are times where we lose hope and we lose our faith. That one person or thing that we depended on was gone. We depended on that trust, the trust that that person was there for us, that they wouldn't give up. We were grounded in our relationship with them, whether that be a family member, a significant other, or a friend. 
And people will let us down. Someone will in your lifetime. It happens so that we can find who supports us no matter what. It's kind of like a trial and error. We can begin to know what people we should surround ourselves with. And faith is some is in someone is trusting them, knowing that your feelings are vulnerable and that we're okay with with what um, happens because we do trust them. And losing someone who is close to you, whether through death or, or through fallout of a relationship, is something that is difficult to go through. But the key to getting through something like that is to find those who will surround you in love. And there are always more people that you have faith in. And there's never going to be a shortage of that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, you'll always have your friends and your family to be there around you. Mm-hmm. And even if you, exactly. yeah, you lose, you lose someone close to you. And you lose a piece of your faith, you know, because this person might have supported mm-hmm. you, might have been the cause of your faith, faith at one time in your yes. life. But yeah, exactly where you talked about, Asia, um, the whole, you have a lot of people who believe in you, uh, mm-hmm. no matter where you are in life. Yeah. And so I and, feel like that's, huh? go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it kind of makes me think it's a little bit of a vision that you can kind of see in your head. Mm-hmm. You drop a rock, um, doesn't matter how big it is, doesn't matter how small, when you drop that rock and it lands, a chip of it will come off. And I think that it kind of makes me think of faith. When your faith is dropped, it's going to be chipped. And that piece is going to come apart, and you're going to lose that piece. And you can try and glue it back together. You can try and put it back on. Mm-hmm. But it's not. it just doesn't work that way. And I think when, when your faith wavers, it's dropped. So that little chip of it breaks off. And you've mm-hmm. lost that tiny part of your faith. But if you look at it, there's still that rock there. There's only a tiny bit that has been broken off. And that's your faith right there. That your faith isn't gone, it's still there. And if it's a sedimentary rock that your faith is, there can always be more rock added. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, there may be other pieces to it. You know, there's pieces of your faith. And you can gather them all up and you can keep it. And I think that is the toughest part, is that keeping that faith, keeping that hope. Because... You know, from personal experience, it's very hard. It's very hard knowing that even though you're going through something that is absolutely terrible and you feel just broken, it's very hard to accept the fact that you are going to move on and you just can't visualize it yet. Mm-hmm. And that's the part uh, where mourning comes in. Mourning that you've lost that piece of your faith. And knowing that you have to allow to give yourself time to really heal from that because there's always going to be something better for you even though you can't see that. Yeah, and so I've really, that aspect of kind of keeping on the path, you know, there's always going to be a better thing over the horizon that, yeah, you just can't see it yet, right? So it's just great that if, you know, if you're down in the dumps, if you've lost some of your faith, if some of that rock has broken off, then you just have to know that you can keep going, that you can keep pushing on. And I feel like that's also a huge aspect of faith within itself, right? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, if you're down in the dumps, then you still got to keep going. You still got to believe that there is something better on the horizon. And then you can also have, you know, your family and your friends are going to push you forward towards that horizon mm-hmm. and gonna they're going to help you believe that that horizon still exists. Exactly. And I think that, you know, we are talking about having a group of people to surround yourself with to be a solid support group. But, mm-hmm. you know, you could also, you know, people do this all the time where, you know, you're feeling down in the dumps, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling that you've lost all hope. 
you can depend on things. And it's not to sound materialistic. It's more of allowing yourself to focus on things that you enjoy or things that you're passionate about, such as art. Mm -hmm. With the both of us, we're both passionate about art. And... (laughs) And I think we can allow ourselves, if we were to ever go through hard times, we can allow ourselves to focus on that, really let ourselves go through a healing process. And then when we're done, we can break away from that focus and allow ourselves to focus on what had just happened. And I think people will do that too, is they'll focus and they'll put their faith in things or activities or their passions, and they'll allow themselves to really heal from that kind of thing. And that is what keeping faith is about, is being persevere. uh, being able to persevere, being able to keep that confidence and faith and being able to really keep your composure and allowing yourself to be you. You know, you're only human. You're going to break down. You're going to have bad things happen to you. And that is the one thing that I love about human beings is our ability to move on from things. You know, we can wallow and we can be sad forever, but our nature doesn't allow us to be that way. We know we always yeah. want something new. We always want to be able to to keep really going. heal, to keep healing. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you have a belief in yourself and the inner strength to survive. I think that is just so awesome about us human beings that we are able to have that kind of strength. It just amazes me on how many people have that. And when we have faith, it kind of it really empowers us and it encourages us and it leads us to a better happiness. Mm-hmm. And it. It's just so wonderful to have that kind of thing. And it kind of blocks pain when you're under attack, when you have that kind of perseverance. Like when we were talking with Maria, she was talking about how Virginia was mm-hmm. able to keep that kind of faith, even though she was under so many attacks from the people that didn't really love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, yeah, as you brought up, you know, humankind really has that pushing factor. And mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like since we're kind of, we're very volatile creatures, we have a lot of emotional, you know, rises and fallings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like once we have a certain spark, and however little it may be, we might see an ant on the ground and the ant is, you know, pushing to feed its ant family back at home or something like that. Yeah. Or so we think. Yeah. But once we see that tiny ant and we see them persevering, then we as humankind can kind of take from that ant and kind of think more positively about ourselves. And I think, again, yeah, that's, you know, the great, the greatness about humankind in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like we have faith innately built within us where we kind of, we need to believe that there's another horizon, that there's a greater thing for us to keep going And I think that's great because, you know, once you believe towards an aspect of something, then you're able to push toward that aspect. And faith can really protect you from darkness and help you climb out of any hole by giving you a kind of boost. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we, yeah, and we've, we've been talking about, you know, getting faith. And I feel like we also do have faith um, in general within ourselves because humankind really does have that you know, mm-hmm. they see something and then they gain inspiration from it. And I feel like that's one of our greatest aspects that we can keep pushing. Exactly. There is something that we have from the book. It's, it's an exercise of, exercise of creative faith. And what we can do is we, we decide on something you want to create in your life. You have a goal. You may want to start with something that's easy for you to believe in, such as improved health. That's one thing that we can all relate to. 
set a goal of what you want to achieve using the present tense as if your goal has really already manifested. Create a mental picture of your improved health. Kind of visualize yourself as that state. Uh, And it's really helpful to physically draw your image. You can focus on that image several times a day so that your improved health becomes an integrated part of your life. Think about your goal in a positive light so yourself receiving the energy needed to be healthy and have faith that you can receive, uh, achieve this goal. And that is a very important part about keeping faith is kind of visualizing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're like, once you have a material picture or, you know, something solid that you can grasp mm-hmm. onto. Yeah. It's, you know, it's easier to cling to things and yeah. to be able yeah. to, yeah, have them push you through. And I feel like it's kind of like a swimming kickboard or like a swimming noodle when you're just mm-hmm. starting out in the pool and, you know, you can't really move forward yet, but you can kind cling on to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can like cling on to a noodle or a kickboard and this material solid thing will kind of let you drift with the current and push mm-hmm. you towards a greater length. And I think that's really great. And, and you know, with this exercise, yeah, you continue to use this until your goal becomes reality until it can be you any finalize goal. any goal. Yeah. Yeah. It could be something small, something big, something just, Something concrete to cling on to. Yeah. Yeah. Like a huge goal. Yeah. I think using that goal is putting Mm -hmm. your faith in something to allow yourself to keep that faith. And it's kind of like a, a, it's something that circles back into itself is putting faith in something so that you can keep and persevere. Mm -hmm. And where you can, yeah, you know, once you, once you accomplish one goal as well, I feel like it gives you a renewed faith in yourself where you say, hey, I've done this and, you know, I've completed it thoroughly. And then that means I have enough strength to keep going. You know, that mm-hmm. shows that I can do something, you know, that everybody has this, you know, gladness within themselves when they're able to complete something, no matter how small. You know, like when I'm looking at my homework, my planner, and then I look at this one homework assignment that I did in class, and I'm like, wait, I can check that off. I've already finished that. Yeah. And that gives me kind of like, you know, a gladness to keep going on with my homework. Mm-hmm. And you know, going off of that, you know, college is so hard, and it's hard Ooh, to yeah. see the end of it, knowing you know, I'm so close to finishing my first semester, and it's nice. very hard to see what's going to be mm-hmm. after that, because you don't know the future, but I do have faith that everything is going to be fine because I've worked hard and I can see the next semester coming and it's kind of a looming thing over my head, but I'm also excited for it because I also have faith that I'm going, I am going to graduate. I'm going to go on and I'm going to complete my plans that I did have, you know, I'm going to use that faith to reach my goals. Yeah. I wish you the best luck in that. And I hope your college, you. you know, career is so successful. That's going to be great for you. And you know, like a great time to kind of renew your faith mm-hmm. as well. Exactly. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much, Asia, for this collective conversation about all of this, you know, establishing faith. It was an absolute pleasure to talk to you. It was great. All right. Let's continue talking at our next segment about faith. I cannot wait for that conversation. Also, during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at BTSY, btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. I'm Asia Gonzalez. Don't go anywhere as we continue talking about faith. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for our show is the gift of faith. And I'm Brigitte. Thanks for staying here with our conversation, which is about faith. This has been a great show where we have seen what faith means to other people and what faith did for their lives. So I'm here to share my view. All right. So, hey, guys. Today is a segment of Art Attack, another segment. And our theme for today is faith. All right. So I'm going to start off by talking about like what faith really means. So in the in the Renaissance and in our history, we've had a lot of faith in maybe the church or some stable religion. And so I feel like a lot of art has actually come out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten a lot of yeah, we've got a lot of art pieces from that period. We've got, you know, Donatello, Raphael, and Da Vinci, and you know, all of these artists have something great in common, that they were able to center their faith into one huge thing, one Christendom, and mm-hmm. they were able to gather a lot of pieces out from that, right? And I feel like art in general has a lot of religious influence because all these artists found faith within the church, and then they took that faith and they created great things with it. So faith really inspires people, and I feel like that's a great aspect where you have faith that's been taken into terms of religion, where religion is a type of faith that you have. And then you can take this religious faith and that'll inspire you hugely. And Mm -hmm. another aspect about faith and art in general is a lot of artists go through hard times. You know, it's hard to feed yourself on art, even though art is such a creative procedure and process. You know, once you create a work, it's up to the audience and up to the common people to really either take it far or critique it really lowly or, you know, their views determine your success, which is the difficult thing about art. And it can be hard to kind of keep faith 
when you're in that state, when you've got an artwork that maybe didn't go so well with the public, maybe they didn't understand your perspective as well. And a lot of artists were successful in what they enjoyed, in, which was painting or creating art, simply because they knew that the audience didn't really determine what they felt about art, what they themselves had faith in about art. And they had faith in themselves, you know, they had faith that their perspective about their own painting was correct and that their interpretation of whatever subject they were painting or working with was a strong and valid interpretation. And I feel like that's what really got a lot of artists through these hard periods. And we can take a look at Picasso, for example, his works mm -hmm. in the beginning, you know, they were really hard to understand. We've got a lot of cubism. We've got, you know, surrealism that people didn't really take in lightly because they'd come, Picasso had come out of a period of classical art, of it's beautiful, like, yeah, exactly. And he goes out there and he has these weird disfigured subjects and he says, yeah. hey, yeah, this is my wife or this is my lover. And they're like, no, it's not. Do you, yeah, like, do you think of your lover as a monster? And he's like, no, look, the colors blend in beautifully. We've mm -hmm. got the beauty of symmetric shapes and, you know, like geometric shapes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and, you know, in times like that, it's hard for an artist to keep his faith. It's hard for an artist to just say, hey, my painting is pretty valid. You know, I've worked hard on this. And there was actually... Moving on to like musical art, uh, Rachmaninoff or Rachmaninoff, he, a composer. And I've been playing this piece in orchestra by him. I've been playing a symphony and it sounds beautiful, but it's really unique. And he was kind of a late romantic type composer. And so mm -hmm. he was bringing forth new ideas, you know, that were really weird or really strange to the public ear. And so what happened to him was that he sent the symphony out into the world and it didn't do as well as he hoped and he got a lot of negative you know criticism and a lot of critics just slamming this piece even though it was so beautiful and he'd worked for years on it and he put his oh, soul wow. into it oh, yeah and that's so terrible i know right and he was just he was a very delicate man he's very gentle and he felt very upset by this and so he did go into a period of depression you know of yeah. you know his faith has been just shattered as we were talking about the rock you Crushed. know the rock metaphor yeah it's just poof, exploded and he went through a period of depression and sadness but then he was able to find someone that he really believed in who told him hey it's okay you're down in the dumps right now but if you keep composing you're going to go towards something great and he's renowned today you know everybody knows his name and he's a great composer and we're playing his symphony that was so slammed in orchestra and I feel like he's a really good example of an artist who, you know, got destroyed. His art was just completely thrown into the garbage, even though it was so beautiful and he poured his soul into it. But then mm -hmm. he was able to recover. You know, he was able to stay strong, find faith, find someone who inspired faith within him. And then he was able to push past that. And I find that really beautiful where even if you're an artist and your work has not been taken well by the public. You still believe in yourself and what you see in your work, in what you've created. And you can keep going and inspire more works in your name. And one more aspect of faith, I feel like, is that art can inspire faith. And 
really what I mean by I this is, yeah, you know, like art can kind of push you towards something because especially when you're sketching or maybe when you're molding something with clay or any form of art and you've found this ideal and you can shape it or like you've done a really good sketch or a really good picture or a really good painting and you just kind of look at it, you're like, hey, I did this, you know, I have faith in myself, like I've been able to create something so wonderful. And, you know, nowadays it's kind of slammed upon to do that. It's kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. pushed down if you're, oh, you know, I'm so great and I've accomplished this. But I feel like we all need to kind of step back and, you know, look at the bigger picture. Like, hey, I have accomplished that. I'm allowed to be proud of it. And, you know, these days a lot of people say that you're bragging about yourself or that you're being stupid. Like, stop being so, you know, over the top about your accomplishments. But we do need to take back, uh, step back and recognize our own accomplishments as well. And in the old days or in the in history, I feel like it's been easier to do that than it is now because mm-hmm. now we have a society, you know, that has been built on modesty. So the more modest you are, the better. But then, <laughs> yeah, it really, it really makes you lose faith if you're not as proud as you should be of certain mm-hmm. works that you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. And in the past, you know, artists were able to kind of stand there. And you've got, I think, Raphael or one of the, one of the Renaissance artists. Oh, it was Michelangelo. That's who it was. And he, what, he, what he would do, he was so proud. He had so much faith in himself. And, of course, he should have because he was a great, beautiful, fantastic artist. I and guess. what he would do, he would just um, take a paintbrush or take the chisel that he was working on with a statue. And he would just carve out his name, like, hugely. And, you know, he'd, like, kind of hide it within the painting or the sculpture. <laughs> but um, I think on his La Pieta or his statue of... Um, the mother of Jesus, he, on her little sash, on her clothing, he inscribed Michelangelo, where, like, I have created this. This is my artwork. This is my handiwork from my own being. And it's me, you know, I have faith in myself. Look at this. Look at what I've created. And even though it might seem a little bit over the top, again, with his bragging about his own accomplishments, but it's great that he had so much faith in himself, and he was such a fantastic phenomenal artist yeah that it was definitely warranted as well and <laughs> it's I just do, great I mm-hmm. like how you know he did inscribe his name on that but mm-hmm. that piece of art came from faith it came from the religion Mary and Jesus mm-hmm. and what we did talk about in one of my classes one time was we were really we were really analyzing that piece of artwork of Mary mm-hmm. and we kind of we really figured out that if they were to set Jesus and Mary to stand side by side, or if they would compare them in size, Mary would mm-hmm. actually be almost twice the size of the height of Jesus. And we really uh, mm-hmm. kind of concluded that it was because Mary is in, encasing him as a mother and as kind of a protective surrounding, as a support, mm-hmm. that she is cradling her son, but she is surrounding herself literally because she was bigger in the sculpture than he was she is surrounding herself and holding her son as if she he was like her little kid again where because he's smaller than her <laughs> oh my god i love that that's so and we, we kind of took so that literally but that. I, yeah because mm-hmm. we we did analyze that we could see that mm-hmm. her sculpture the way she was sitting even though it looks like she's about the same size if you were to really look at her mm-hmm. sculpture 
you could see how tall she actually is and how small Jesus is compared to her. And it was a literal comparison of the way that she surrounded herself over Jesus because of her motherhood. Yeah, wow. So that's like a display of like a triple faith. Oh my God, I love that mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, exactly. That's what I <laughs> yeah. thought that you talked about that. that. I was like, oh, that's right. You know, I, I figured that out. And mm-hmm. I remember that you gave me that idea and I wanted to put that out there because, <laughs> you know, he had faith in his work, but he mm-hmm. also is that. And then he brought in more faith and he kind of uh, put that image out there, hoping that mm-hmm. people would interpret it as that and hoping that um, in that era, they would use their belief system and kind of interpret it the way that, that he wanted them mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah, so it inspires faith as well. <laughs> Quadruple faith. We've got faith in himself, and then we've mm-hmm. got faith in religion. We've yes. got, um, yeah, the merit, mother of Jesus, you know, she had faith in her son, and she kind of protected her son. Yeah, the whole two times thing, that was so great. Mm-hmm. And then he's also inspiring faith in other people. Exactly. You know, he's putting his view out there, hoping that people will kind of get it and they will, you know, kind of accept it. You know, people will always interpret art differently than somebody else would. That's, that's exactly where we get our inspiration from. And I think mm-hmm. that really determines what our strength is. Uh, you know, again, what our faith is, you know, what we believe in and just being able to interpret it the way we want, because we always have our different views. We, th- we see things differently. So, as always, Brigitte, it's so wonderful to hear your views. I love talking about your art attack to really incorporate art and what our theme is to really get a better understanding of what it is. And you always have the most interesting things to say. I definitely love hosting with you. And I can't wait to hear from you you next time. Yeah, thanks. So, sadly, we have no more time, but we will see you all next time. Thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to www.btsya.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, have faith, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars to shine between the lines if you would let yourself